right, that is the uh, the wonderful Catherine Tate there with um, what <laughs> I didn't get to hear that because I've had a very important call from uh, former ad man. In fact, I think he still is an advertising man, award winning advertising man, John Ansell. Hi, John. Thanks for calling. How are you? Hi, Grant. Yeah, well, I'm good. I'm I'm uh, inspired by the that heroic whistleblower. Mm. Uh, and I'm going over the hill to from uh, the wire upper to Wellington to stand with him, right? And uh, well, at least somewhere near him. Excellent. And uh, because he 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 is inspiring a, a, a planet, really. And it's also bringing out the enemy within. Yes. Uh, it's it's very unfortunate that there was a group of people that had the critical faculty to see and avoid the dangers of a toxic vaccine, but they there. But some of these people lacked the ethical faculty to avoid the dangers of a toxic politician or two, and. You know, the people that voted for New Zealand first, it's going to be a very big day for them today because it's going to be a day where we find out whether their saviour, Winston, the Lord Winston Peters, is a crook, as I think he is, or is prepared to do the hard thing and break the habit of a lifetime by standing up with this man. He's a lawyer, after all. Uh he has the skills i'm not saying in court but he, but he 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 knows how to play the system he knows this man is innocent well he's possibly not innocent of what they're charging him with which i don't know but it's possibly you know theft as a servant or something i've got the report here from radio new zealand i can quickly just fill you and give you a paragraph of that if you like so you know what the latest is Uh, police have arrested a man accused of leaking large amounts of te watu aura vaccination data online the 56 year old man has been charged with accessing a computer system for dishonest purposes he will appear in the wellington district court on Monday, which is today. In a statement on Thursday, Chief Executive Margie Arpa said the individual downloaded a large amount of vaccine-related information and published it on an overseas website. The person has no clinical background or expert vaccine knowledge and appeared to be trying to spread misinformation, she said. The data appeared to have been anonymised, she said, so so far no personal information is believed to have been compromised. Analysis of the released data is ongoing, but works so So far, has not found any National Health Index numbers or personally identifiable information. The full context of the breach will still be investigated, she said. Cybersecurity specialists are continuing to scan intensively for any other places where the information may appear. Tewatu Aura found that's New Zealand Health found about found out about the breach on Thursday morning through an email the individual had sent. The public health agency was doing everything it could to respond and safeguard the people's information, according to ARPA. The data had been taken down from the overseas website. Well, not according to me. I can, I'm looking at it on Substack. 
I can read yeah. it. Um, I was started to read it when you called, actually. Uh, Re- Employment Relations Authority injunction was preventing it from being published. Well, it is published. And I've got the link on our website, which you can find at uh, thewireless.nz. Thewireless.nz, you'll go straight to the Substack one there. And there have been, when I posted stuff on Facebook about it over the weekend, or when I found out about it, uh, it's been um, uh, taken down. People said, oh, I can't see the link. So I actually pasted it in text over a series of comments so people know what's going on. In addition, the police complaints have been, uh, complaints been laid uh, an employment investigation is underway and the person is no longer at work, obviously. He wouldn't want to be anyway. And so just all this sort of you know, vaccination is safe and effective, they've said, and everyone should keep up to date with their shots to protect themselves, their family, and their, of course they didn't say family, did they, uh, and their uh, communities. And so there you go, still pushing that jab, which has caused, what is it, about 50, 50 people a day being slaughtered with it, and 13 times the death rate from New Zealand soldiers at Gallipoli during World War One. Unbelievable. And it's been covered up. This guy is a hero, and he's been treated as a criminal. Yeah. I mean, to cut to the chase, what he has published is evidence of state Vax murder. State uh, yep. vax murder. The, sta- the agents of the state, which evidently include the new government because they have had him arrested, are vax murderers. That is his crime, exposing vax murder by government. <laughs> you know, this is what we've got to get. It's, it's how you use the words. They've used the words to make him out to be a reprehensible breacher of uh, personal information, which, mm. of course, he's not because uh, they have gone to great lengths to anonymise the information. Mm. But what, they, what, he, what he has exposed, this heroic man, is such evidence as at one VAC centre in Invercargill, 51, I think it is, people were vaxxed in a two-hour period and all of them are now dead. Yep, I've got that information here from Substack. That is what we're talking about. That is what he is putting out. Yep. That is what they're covering up. That is why they're arresting people because they stupidly think that they're going to get away with that. Even if they got away with it in this lifetime, it would be one hell of an afterlife, wouldn't mm. it? <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? Now, um, it, it's, um, it's, they it's, won't. It's, they won't get away with it in this lifetime. They won't get away with it this week <laughs> or, I, or even today. I can um, confirm what you've just said. It says here that one particular vaccination centre in Invercargill, 51 people were vaccinated within the space of just two hours. All 51 are now dead. Out of 837 yes. people who were vaccinated at another vaccination centre, 253 of them are now dead. 30% of everyone who was vaccinated at that centre are now dead. At another vaccination centre, 923 people vaccinated there, 273. Six are now dead, and there were numerous vaccination centres around the country that had mortality rates at this sort of level, 30%. This is compared to the normal average mortality rate of just 0.75%, which is what we should be seeing. The data also shows how many fatalities were linked to each individual vaccinator. One vaccinator had a mortality rate of 25%, so it's one in four people they were killing with their deadly jabs. They were paid... They were paid 
$300 per stab wow. to kill those people. So I don't hold the, the, the hero of the hour, the whistleblower, the other, the other hero being Liz Gunn, uh, who is in hiding. I don't like to say hiding so much because she's not a hider, but she has to take refuge in an undisclosed location away from uh, digital communication just for her own protection now. Yes, and so um, she can tell us what's going on, I suppose, yeah. although she's, there'd be probably she's incommunicado, but she, because of, the, yeah. um, because of that. I, yeah. think, I think so, but, you know, this, the whistleblower is taking a softer approach to the executors, as I call them, but they knew what they were doing. They took money to kill people, knowing that they would be killing some of the people that they faux-vaccinated, faux, F-A-U-X, they, they supposedly vaccinated. But everybody knows it's not a vaccine. And uh, so he, he takes a sympathetic view and says, oh, they wouldn't have known. Well, if they had a, curious, a critical faculty, they would have found out. Anyway, mm. let's give him the benefit of the doubt. I want to see this guy. I want to shake his hand. I want to buy him lunch if I can. Um, well, it sounds like he's incarcerated, isn't it? Like he's, um, he's well, been arrested. In the Mike B article that appeared on Counterspin, I think it was Counterspin, he says he's locked up. Mm. But I don't know if that's just him extrapolating being arrested uh, with, uh, with imprisonment. I don't know that everyone that gets arrested gets locked up in the police cells. But I don't know. We'll find out soon. Um, um, yeah, and there's the, nothing. And the blue, the blue Power Gang will be there in yeah. force, perhaps. Mm. Uh, perhaps they'll take an interest in those of us who turn up to support him. Perhaps they'll arrest us. Oh, they might do. They've, they'll knows? be out with the cameras anyway, taking photographs who of everybody, mm, as cares? they do. I'll be asking them why they, why, they are lining, why they are running interference for a vax murderer. Mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, you know, but this is, this is what today is. We've got to do something for this man, mm. and we've got to identify whether we are one of the ethically challenged, like I'm accusing New Zealand First voters of being. They had a chance to spend the weeks before an election to build, helping to build an honest party with a transparently honest leader, and they chose to back a crook. Yeah. Now, I could be wrong. That could be proven today. Winston Peters could stand up and explain everything that we've said and maybe explain it to Chris Luxon because Chris Luxon has blood on his hands uh, because the National Party's position was to was to execute more people faster. Mm. And now, Shane, that was their way of opposing <laughs> Jacinda Ardern, yeah. was to urge... Labour to kill more people faster. I'm just filling in the words. And Winston know. Peters did the same uh, in 2021. Yeah, mm. and Seymour. Mm. Yeah, so uh, anyway, this this can be a day of redemption for them and, and I can have to eat humble pie. Let's just see. <laughs> we'll see. That's what's going on. Uh, well, it just well, seems obvious to me that the, that guy is honest. It seems obvious to me that Liz Gunn is honest. It's just oh, obvious. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, these people are heroes, and it, it, it speaks poorly 
of mean-spirited people who think that they are running some sort of, you know, uh, double game or, you know, uh, they're masons or, or they're, uh, you know, what, what are the other expressions they use? These mean-spirited people that cannot just look at Liz Gunn and look at this man and see good. It doesn't say much for them. No. No, uh, and right. these people are being exposed. They're part of a movement that I'm supposed to be part of. I'm not going to be part of a movement with people who think that Liz Gunn is dishonest and Winston Peters and mm. Brian Tamaki yeah, the, the, the honest <laughs> and, and Chris Luxon and <laughs> David Seymour um, are, are, are good. <laughs> John, it wasn't about that. It was about they, they know that they're crooks. It was about getting the Labour Party out and doing whatever they could. They'd vote for the devil if it meant getting rid of the Labour Party. And yeah, that's, uh, that's what they've done. That's stupid. And they could have, mm. they could have put all of their numbers behind Liz. That's right. They could have done. And they said, "Oh, no, she can't win, so we'll have to vote for a crook." Yeah. You know how dare they? These yeah. Scum. I mean, just goes to show and, you that. And, and some of these people they call could have themselves. Done that. They, they could have made it. They, they created a self-fulfilling prophecy. Of course, she can't do any good if they, the people who should be supporting her, the ones who actually know what's going on, mm. choose not to. That that means they are complicit in whatever happens next. So we'll just see what today brings, and we'll see whether Winston Peters, as I say, can break the habit of a lie. But I confronted him before the election um, about his lie that he told to my face in 2017 about how he was going to have uh, a binding referendum on the Maori seats as his bottom line, not negotiable, coalition condition with Labour. And he broke that immediately. And I called him on it more than once, including when he walked onto the Parliament grounds in 2022. And I said, I'm sta- on your podcast, I said, I'm standing in front of the most corrupt politician in New Zealand history. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll see whether that pertains today. Um, mm. But uh, we've got to cure our addiction to people like this. You know, and we've got to start recognising the goodness of these unique people, once-in-a-lifetime people, like Liz Gunn, like this whistleblower man, um, we've got to learn to distinguish good from evil. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah. But, you know, in the meantime, some of us goodies might have to be imprisoned by the evil. We're speaking with John Ansell. John Ansell is a, um award-winning advertising consultant, and uh, and he's been at the forefront. Uh, John was doing daily reports uh, last year. Uh, in February and March uh, in Wellington at the, uh, the um, what would you call it, a sit-in or a protest when not one of those MPs that were in the House came down to speak to us. And you had idiots like Mallard turning on water sprinklers and playing stupid music and that sort of thing, and not one of them came to, to actually listen. Peters did come, but then he wasn't a sitting uh, Member of Parliament. And who well, else? He recognised recognized a constituency. Yeah, yeah he, he did. He recognised... Yeah a fresh set of mugs who could vote for him, just like the mugs who voted for him in 2017, which I shamefully have to admit included me, where I I came to the conclusion then there was no one else to vote for anyway. There was no Liz Gunn option then. No. And And what did he do? He walked out the door and and said he's going with the communists. Yeah. Against my better interests, I, I, I said, well, there is a remote chance that he might mean what he says about this binding referendum thing on what is now co-governance. Mm. could see that coming. Yeah. Um, but, of course, he wasn't telling the truth. So, 
I got conned, but I didn't have an honest choice, an honest option. This time we did. And we failed our IQ test. Failed the national IQ test. Anyway, mm. uh, I may well be eating humble pie later today when Winston Peters in his rodeo rides uh, rides to victory on behalf of this honest man. I doubt it. Don't hold your breath. I've got, I've got to get going. I've got to get driving. Thank Grant, you, John. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Grant. Thank you very much. That was John Ansell, and uh, so hopefully John will be able to give us updates on uh, what's actually happening uh, later on in the day. So that would be really good if you could do that, John. I mean, even if you just send me stuff on your phone, that would be much appreciated. 28 minutes to nine here at the Liberty NZ Breakfast with Grant Edwards. Mm-hmm.